Hi folks and thanks for listening to this Tortoise Shack podcast. A little bit of housekeeping before we kick off. This is a conversation we had a few days ago with Mahmoud in Gaza. The line was a bit poor, but please stick with it. It's really important we all listen to the lived experience of a young man in what is the world's largest open-air prison. If you're a patron of Good News for You, we just finished the podcast with none other than author Naomi Klein, and that's available right now at patreon.com forward slash tortoise If you're not a member, please join us. It's the only way we keep these mics on and the conversations like the one you're about to listen to keep happening. And indeed, somehow get Naomi Klein to come over and sit in the tiny little tortoise shack for what I think is a great conversation about her new book, Doppelganger, uh, and I'd highly recommend it. So if you do join us, you get access to that and our entire back catalogue of over 1,300 podcasts from across the platform, be it Shrapnel, Glow West, Built Different, Policed and Reboot Republic. They're all in one place and they're entirely plea free. So one more time, patreon.com forward slash tortoise I'm shutting up now. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Echo Chamber podcast. My name is Tony Groves and we are back talking to our friend, journalist uh, Mahmoud Mustasha, who is in Gaza, who has a, a, he the last time we spoke to Mahmoud, he was he was looking at the situation and how things were developing. And there had been escalations, as people would be aware, across Palestine, in, in Gaza, in Jenin, in uh, areas of, of uh, East Jerusalem. And we've seen so much going on that it's caused so much trouble over the last little while that it's been very difficult even to get internet connection with Mahmoud. Mahmoud, first of all, thanks so much. It's good to see your smiling face. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for seeing me today. I'm doing well. Thank you. Now, listen, if you wouldn't mind, before we sort of get into some of the issues that you've been writing about, can you give me a sense? I, I know I've looked at some of the numbers over the last while. The 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 situation is not improving at all in, in Gaza. How is the situation as you see it right now in Gaza in terms of the 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 people's um, lived experiences right now? In general, the situation in Gaza now is a little bit extensive as Israeli occupation, as Israeli air is closing. The only income for Gaza, so if the, Israeli, if the air is, is, is closed, there is no, we can see there is no life in Gaza because we depend on a roof thing and we depend on areas closed in health and uh, traveling and goods. And also, now the Israel gives a permit to some workers from Gaza to work in Israel. So in, I'd like to improve the, the, a little bit of the situation in Gaza in terms of economic situation. So the, uh, these workers, all, uh, these workers, uh, since a week, they are deprived from going to Israel to work. So it's going a little bit extensive in Gaza, also in West Bank. On the blockade, so you're saying the air is blocked, the air is crossing this block is closed which is obviously people listeners might not be aware how important is that crossing to gaza in order to get access you know the, the things that people need just to get on with their lives whether it be medical supplies whether it be things to help for the economy how important is that crossing about uh, about the uh, uh, medical equipment in gaza actually there is a, a lot of Medical equipment in Gaza. I just, I just, I just need to highlight something for you. Uh, according to the Safe Children and Organization in the UK, it states that just by the beginning of 2023 years, Israel, Israel, Israel denies life-saving medical treatment to 400 Gazan children. 
So also, the, 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 the Sorry, go ahead, Mahmoud. It's important I say this so listeners understand. They've denied medical treatment to 400 children, is what you're saying. Denied. 400 children. Why? No, you, you, please, if you continue. Yes. Also, before a week ago, the Ministry of Health in Gaza announced that the, uh, the kidney disease services for Gaza are about to stop in the next week. That means about uh, 1,100 uh, people of Gaza, uh, those, are, uh, those are suffering from kidney failures. Their, uh, their medical are about to stop in the next week. So imagine, imagine that. This is uh, because the Israeli occupation, the Israeli blockade in Gaza restricts the movement and restricts the medical equipment to enter Gaza. Mahmoud. Can I ask you, I read that uh, a boy of 15 was killed um, in, in Janine refugee camp during the, during the week, um, and there's been a lot of condemnation about it. it, it, it there's a lot of children um, dying at the present moment. Um, it seems to be a, a huge amount of children. It's, is there any hope for this to end? Is there anyone to please? Is there any hope or any way for this to end? Actually, your voice is still can we get again? Okay, I'll start from there was a 15-year-old boy killed in Janine by Israeli special forces. He is one of a lot of children that have been killed so far this year. Is there a way to stop this? Actually, there is no to stop this because the international law is not applied in Palestine. You said that about 15 boys were killed. I just so I need to give you the static by the beginning of 23 years of this, uh, about the nine, nine months, but the, the beginning of this year, Israeli occupation have been killed 250 Palestinians, including, including 50 children. Imagine this. Imagine that, that you, uh, I don't know what, uh, what this, what these children do to be killed. Just a boy go to his school or go to his uh, grandfather's house. Israel killed And if you ask anyone of the Israeli authority why they killed, uh, they have, uh, they have the uh, answer. For security reasons, for security reasons, I don't know what is the reason that he give you your authority to kill children. About fifty children have been killed by the Israeli occupation by the beginning of this year. Just, um, just on, it's 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 very. By the, by, by the way, according. Oh go, no! Go ahead, go ahead, please. Yeah, in terms in terms of in terms of children, we said the Israeli occupation have been killed. 50, 50 children by the beginning of this year. Also, we said that Israeli occupation had the brief for 100 children to go to the West Bank to get their treatments. Mm. Also, according to Euromed Minotaur, stated that about 91 percent, 91% of children in Gaza are suffering from trauma. You said that about from uh, 10 people, uh, 9 out of 10 children suffered from a trauma. 
But Imagine, I don't know where the international law or where the human rights organization. And 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 Mahmoud, that's a really important point that you're saying. Ninety-one percent children are suffering some type of trauma, and the international community is looking on. But I, I, from an Irish perspective. Our deputy prime minister, our Tanishta, visited um, Israel and Palestine recently. Was there any was there any coverage in Gaza of Michal Martin, our Tanishta's visit? Did you see? Was there anybody made aware of it? I know he visited parts of Palestine. Were you was was there any coverage from 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 people you know? Uh, actually, this is a sad thing that you said another prime minister from other countries that support you, or that support you, say Ireland or European country, visited Israel to get peace with Netanyahu. I don't know if you need to get peace or to make a peace with someone. This someone uh, at least to be a good people or have a good idea for peace in the Middle East at least. So, uh, actually, we feel sad for the Prime Minister visiting for Israel, for Netanyahu. But, like, from the Irish perspective, I don't know if you saw this, and I know it's it's not really, I'm sure you haven't, but when our, our Deputy Prime Minister came back, he has discussed the idea of, of officially recognizing Palestine, which will make Ireland a, the only country in the EU to say we recognize Palestine as a country. Um, and I, I think that that would, could be very helpful because you will then have an EU country saying that we recognize Palestine as an independent nation. Um, did, did, did you hear that at all? Has that been reported? Okay. Uh, the time that the Prime Minister of Rwanda uh, visited Palestine, he visited uh, Netanyahu, he visited in the bloody times, in the intensive time in Palestine. So I, I for course, will appreciate everyone and now that there is our organization that there is a country for Palestinian people. That is good thing. But in the same way, we need someone to, to know the Western media, the Western audience, to to draw the image that, are, that we are as a Palestinian suffering under the Israeli occupation, under, uh, to stop this killing, to stop the, to stop the, the point of misuse that, uh, that the Israeli uh, followed against Palestinian and West Bank and Gaza. Just, uh, just on the, the, the violence this year, the West Bank, um, uh, uh, Janine and, and the, the raids that have taken place, are the, there has been a lot of a lot of Palestinians arrested without charge. So you know, arrested but not charged with any crimes. Is that happening as well in Gaza that they're being arrested without charge and just been left in prison uh, without without any charges being put up? Yes, do you mean that it's, it's happening in Gaza from Israel? Yes, yes. Uh, as I told you uh, before, there is a workers or traders from Gaza go to Israel to some business or something like this. By the way, there, there are about just two or three percent of Gazan people. A lot of Gazan people cannot visit, uh, cannot visit West Bank or Israel refuse their request to West, to West Bank. Just about two or three percent of Gazan people can go to the West Bank and sometimes Israel uh, uh, arbitrarily refused their their request to go. So uh, sometimes uh, many traders or many workers go to to Israel to work or to get uh, some of their business. And so that Israel gives them the permits to go to the West Bank arbitrarily on the cross Israel arrest 
anyone, arbitrary arrest anyone, and denied him without any charge, without any visiting family, without anything. And this also happening for fishermen in Gaza. Fishermen in Gaza suffering a lot. There is an Israeli restriction on them in the sea. The restrict，there，restrict，about，there，is，about，just，I，mean，in，this，is，about，just，by，the，big，in，this，year，there，is，about，thirty，four，fishermen，that，the，Israeli，arrested，and，injured，him，in，the，sea。Wow。And，this，ar
So, so I just want to, I want to bring that back because listeners, your line is a bit bad. I want to be very clear on this. 40% of people are food insecure. What that means, if you don't know what the definition that means, that means you don't know where your next meal is coming from. That's what it means on an international stage. And hunger is the great killer, Martin, as we've said on this podcast for so long. 70% are living in poverty and 47% of people are are, are suffering, are unemployed or underemployed, as Mahmoud puts it. So so that's that's not that's not good at all. Mahmoud, can I ask the obvious question? Because I uh, I a friend of mine was recently in Palestine and she came back to Dublin for a few days and she was telling me that one of the questions that was asked of her every single time she went and met somebody new, a Palestinian person, she was asked every time, why is it different for people in, in Ukraine than it is for what is happening for people in Palestine? Do you hear that question a lot? What is the difference between uh, people in Ukraine and people in Palestine? Yeah. Okay, I need to tell you about something that we talked uh, yesterday. Just my friend uh, f- from Gaza. I, uh, I I don't know if I told you or uh, have uh, a scholarship in England to study. You did, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So since uh, a month or two weeks, so he got to Ireland and he based now in Dublin to get his master's degree. Yesterday I talked to him, and what is what is the difference in your life? This is your first time to travel in European country in Ireland. The something that the first thing that he told me in in Dublin there is no 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 power cut. Imagine yeah. there's no power cut here. There is a life here. You can you there's no restriction here. If you if you can if you need to work, you can work anytime. You can't depend to work just on in a grocery. So I need to work now because after one hour the grocery will come. So you need to put yourself in a pressure to finish this work. And and this is and, the simplest thing that I can tell you. Yeah, and 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 I think that's really eye opening. And I hope to meet your friend soon. By the way, I hope I hope I I did tell you to, to share our number so we can have a conversation. Um, so I'd like to meet him and and have a conversation. But I I suppose what he will see is in is in Dublin. You know, we treat the, we have refugees from the war in Ukraine. Um, and we have them here, and they can come here and and be fully integrated, and yet the European Union does not recognize the same rights to Palestinians, and that is that is wrong in our in my perspective. So so I just find it kind of eye opening. I'm I'm glad your friend is is doing his PhD here. So I hope to I hope to meet him soon. And um, look, the, the the last thing I I want to say to you before we finish the the conversation is. Um, we are not numbers um, that you have uh, worked with and come through. It, you have a, you had an anniversary recently. Um, what it, it was? How, how many years is the is we are not numbers now going? About nine years. It was established in two thousand and fifteen, and now about we are we are going to nine years of established we are not numbers. And and just for the benefit of listeners, we are not numbers. Are people like Mahmoud who started writing for them to to work out ways to tell their stories behind those numbers? When we see, you know, there was four people shot, there was a there was people killed in clashes, and I'm doing air quotes when they say that disgusting word clashes. And and we are not numbers. Do wonderful work to actually put the stories of the people on uh, behind those actual numbers. Sadly, so 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 it's it's nice to see that the, that it's still gathering momentum. Martin, I know you wanted to to come in. 
Mahmoud, I couldn't come in there because the line was so bad. I didn't want to interfere, but I wanted to ask, how are you since the last time we spoke to you? Oh, uh, this is a hard question, actually. Go. How are you? We know you had you had gotten your qualifications. We know you were looking forward. So, so how are you getting on? Actually, thank God we can see that I'm doing good, but actually I'm not. Uh, since last time we talked, this I uh, actually I lost I lost my friend. Is a uh, science week ago? Israeli occupation lunch. They like a. Uh, uh, I looked in the cross in the border, and my friend just was uh, was there as a farmer, and he was killed. So I don't know what I can do. I need to tell you that I need to, I need to see the world outside Gaza. What is happening outside outside Gaza? The real world. Uh, the, the, you need just to live a life in peace. So actually, uh, you can imagine that you are just live in in one room. And there is no electricity. There is a lot of restriction. You you can you cannot see in the window. Look at what is about Gaza. Imagine as a, as a Mahmoud, I born and raised in Gaza. I'm about 22 years old, and I cannot see anything behind the borders. And this and this is not for Mahmoud. A whole generation of Gaza raised and born under Israeli blockade. And I just I told you imagine that you are in a room. In a room, this room are closed, and there, uh, and just in in for for uh, for seventeen years, no one can enter mm. enter this room and go out out this room. If, if you need to improve to improve your life to get outside Gaza, there are a lot of restriction. Maybe it can maybe you can pass to go outside, and maybe you can. As I told you, just in one in one in one night, Israeli could be Israeli thirty uh, need to close areas across, and just the close uh, close the areas across. Maybe a, a lot of people go to treatment in the West Bank, and they just in the mood they need to close this border. So if we will die or not, I don't care. So imagine that life in in the, in Gaza. You can't plan for tomorrow. Actually, I. I told my my friends always you can you cannot plan for tomorrow. Just you need to leave this situation. Maybe you because you maybe be the next victim in Gaza. Maybe that they are betrayed. And this that always happens. Arbitrarily, in the, in the middle of the night, Israel launched air, uh, some airstrikes in several places in Gaza, and we were killed. So imagine this. We are really sorry to hear about your friend. And what you've described is the largest open-air prison in the world. That's what you've described, and you've described it perfectly, what it's like. But the arbitrary nature of people just being killed anytime, friends, family, and we know, because we've discussed this before, so many people are traumatized, and it's a nation traumatized. It's a people utterly traumatized to have lost so much so all i can do is extend our condolences to you mamad you're a very good talker and you're very active or more active on twitter than you have been and i recommend that everybody follows you on twitter and i really do recommend that everybody follows you on twitter what's your twitter handle mamad what what is what's your twitter name name 
มุสตาฮาตะบิลยูอันอันอิตวิลบีอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอันอ